Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 62, and we'll start with our news segment. Maddie, what is our first story? Okay, so our first news story this week is coming from Pitchfork, written by Matthew Ismail Ruiz, and it says, Lizzo wins court battle in Truth Hurts lawsuit. So... A judge in the United States District Court, Central District of California, has dismissed a countersuit against Lizzo seeking royalties from her song Truth Hurts, according to documents viewed by Pitchfork. Lizzo originally sued Justin Rison, Jeremiah Rison, and Eve Rothman in October 2019, seeking a, quote, judicial declaration that they did not co-author Truth Hurts and have no right to co-own that work or to share in its profits. The trio countersued in February claiming the single was derived from a song which they worked on with Lizzo called Healthy. U.S. District Judge Dolly M.G. agreed with Lizzo's claim that a joint author of one copyrightable work does not automatically gain ownership of a derivative work in which the joint author had no hand in creating, noting that the plaintiffs themselves alleged that Healthy was not was itself a completed standalone song and not merely a demo for Truth Hurts. Lizzo's initial suit was prompted by claims that Justin Rison made online that Lizzo used the melody, lyrics, and chords of the healthy demo for Truth Hurts. Pitchfork has reached out to representatives for Lizzo for comment. While Lizzo's motion to dismiss the Rison's and Rothman's first counterclaim was granted, Judge G granted the plaintiffs leave to amend their suit to allege new and different facts. The plaintiffs must file their amended suit or notify Lizzo and the court of their intent not to do so by September 4th. Reached by via email, Justin Rison declined to comment. His attorney, Larry Isa, confirmed his client's desire to continue pursuing the suit. Quote, The court's decision to dismiss just one of our five counterclaims is only a temporary setback, as Judge G has granted us leave to amend our pleading. We will be submitting amended counterclaims which will address the court's concerns with our original pleading. We know the truth may hurt, but Lizzo will not be able to continue denying our clients substantial contributions to the Grammy-winning song for much longer. There you go. Ooh. Hmm. I mean... The plot thickens. Yeah, like, we talked about this, all when was... It was ages ago. Yeah, it was, it was quite a while ago, and I remember... Lizzo sort of came out like guns blazing, was very much against it, was very much like, no, I did this, like, this was all within, from me, like, I did not steal anything, and yeah. so it's so interesting to see how far it's come now. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically the gist of it, if you didn't get any of that jargon, they're trying to say that, like, this healthy song that they had previously yes. recorded, it was itself, like, a standalone, it didn't have any influence on truth hurts but it's apparently like similar or like the same melody chords yeah that type of thing which i don't well obviously we don't know what it sounds like so we can't comment on that but i also think it was like a specific line that was taken as well but anyway Yeah. yeah like it's yeah with this kind of stuff it's so tricky um and it always like especially like in court when it goes to court like everything becomes so tedious and it's just so interesting. It's to such see. a long drawn out process. Like they For said sure. in that article, like the first sort of um it was like October last yep. year. Yeah. And like we're in August now. It's <laughs> like, almost a year. Almost a year long. But oh this is crazy. So we will definitely keep you updated because I yeah, I remembered we talked about it a while ago and I was like, Oh, we finally have an update. We have so an update, yeah. 
that is our first news story for this week. Vivian, have you got our second one there? Yes. So our second one is coming from Music Feeds and it's written by Alex Gallagher. And it says, Chief Medical Officer reiterates high risk nature of music festivals says it's, quote, not front of mind. So... Acting Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly has provided an update around the viability of large-scale public events such as music festivals this summer amid the coronavirus pandemic. On Tuesday, while speaking at a press conference, Kelly was asked about what the current thinking was on those events, along with being asked if the health department was providing any guidance or advice on planning those events. Quote, From what we know, are any of those kind of events going to be able to occur any Anywhere in Australia, maybe even in states like Western Australia or South Australia, which seem to have the virus fully eliminated, asked a journalist. Kelly explained that while the issues relating to music festivals were something the Australian Health Protection Committee had looked at very closely some weeks ago, that has since changed as the escalation of COVID cases in Victoria has taken more attention. Quote, I must admit it's not front of mind. We did start looking at the particular issues in relation to music events, and when you think about it, they are relatively high risk. Large numbers of people, often multi-day events, lots of close contact, dancing and singing and so forth, all of these things are higher risk than some other mass gatherings, commented Kelly. The CMO went on to explore the viability of large-scale events in areas such as Western Australia or the Northern Territory where community transmission of the virus has been relatively low. Quote, of course they can do their own developments within those states which have had less cases and continue to have less cases, but they're wary. They've seen what's happened in Victoria, which virtually eliminated the virus just as recently as six or seven weeks ago and how rapidly that can develop. So it's a cautious approach at the moment. And in terms of specific advice or planning, it's not happening right now. End quote. Earlier this week, a music festival in Western Australia was indeed announced. Wave Rock Weekender 2020 is scheduled to take place this September with a locally sourced lineup that includes likes of Pond, San Cisco, Spacey Jane and Stella Donnelly. Representatives for the event confirmed upon its announcement that the festival is making extra room to ensure it can run in either phase four or five restrictions safely. Wow. Yes. Not front of mind. There no. You go. And I mean, obviously, I feel like this story can be like a, oh, well, of course, like it's why would it be on the front of mind? But um, obviously, like we are such big advocates for the arts sector and that's a lot of, you know, festivals, concerts, all this kind of stuff. It's things have to be shifted in order for these things to go forward and like how it's going to be in the future. And um, we've actually, our third story is going to touch on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like while it is sad to hear that it's not front of mind, I think if we can start thinking about ways on how we can do these festivals or concerts, even if, even if it has to be at a smaller scale going forward, I think that's an important conversation to have. Yeah. Because it is, like, because it's such a large industry and it honestly means so many jobs exactly. for people that people, like, don't have or they need. And I think, and because these large-scale events, they take so long to plan and, like, so much energy and time has to go into them. Like, I completely understand why it's obviously not the first thing because we need to worry about the people who are actually sick and for sure not doing well but um so love to victoria but um yeah i guess we'll have a nice segue into our yes third story um which is coming from music feeds written by alex gallagher and it says here's what the first concert at the uk's new socially distanced outdoor venue looked like 
This week, singer-songwriter Sam Fender headlined a show at the Virgin Money Unity Arena, a new pop-up outdoor venue space in Gosford Park, located in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in England. It was the first concert to take place at the socially distanced venue, which saw 2,500 fans gather on 500 separate elevated seating sections, spaced two metres apart, each of the platforms held up to five people. There was a one-way path to bathroom facilities and food and beverages were ordered remotely and delivered to individual seating sections. In many ways, the setup resembles the drive-through, um, mo- drive-in model sorry, that has been implemented a few times here in Australia over recent months, but without the cars. Punters were asked to abide by social distancing regulations, such as wearing masks and remaining in their designated areas, which were largely followed according to reports. Indeed, footage from the concert shows patrons watching and singing along respectfully from their allotted areas while Fender performs. Visuals from the concert give an insight into what the future of live music might look like, at least for the time being, as traditional concert layouts remain unsafe throughout the coronavirus pandemic. There are some photos and um, videos and stuff in that article that we'll link below. Um, But yeah, socially distanced concerts. And you have to look at these photos, guys. Like It's crazy. It's just... If you haven't seen them already. Yeah. It's just so... My first thought when I saw it was like, I love this. I know. <laughs> I want this right now because it just looks so much more, like, comfortable. As someone who despises, um, like, mosh pits. Yes. I think this is fabulous. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I love, I, I love the feeling of being in a mosh pit, but it's gross, it's sweaty, and there's so many people, and it's just, especially right now, like, it's just... Oh, God, no. Like, worst case scenario. So the fact that they've managed to carefully think about this, have those different platforms, like, it just... it. Honestly, it just looks like you'd have, like, a good time. But it, I feel like it would also depend on, like, the artist. So, like, yeah. can you imagine if it was, like, Metallica or, like, some <laughs> sort of, like, heavy metal band and you just, you're sitting in your platform just, like, bobbing your head, like... Oh, my God, that would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so, I do think that would play into, it, like, the experience. But, yeah. like I said before, like, you know, until we get a vaccine, like, these things need to be changed to accommodate for what's happening in the world right now and good on them, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, obviously, this is pretty, like, an obvious statement. Yeah. But, like, this virus is not going anywhere anytime soon and so I think we need to be thinking more about how we can adapt to work with it rather than, like, waiting for it to go away because I yeah. don't think it's going to. Like, as much as we want to try and be, you know, like, free of it, which we've done a pretty good job of, you mm. know, like... Uh, you know, despite what's happening in Victoria and possibly Sydney at the moment. But, um, yeah, I think we need to, yeah, like, work with it. And I think this is a great way of doing that. And, like, no more, like, squeezing past people to get to your seat and, like, people dropping beer on you. Like, Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, just think think of the positives. All of the positives. (laughs) Don't worry about being so far away from everyone and, like, the atmosphere. Because some people will obviously have their opinions about how it, like, wrecks the atmosphere and it's not as Mm. fun. Yeah. You know, like jumping up and down together. But I mean, you can still do that with your mates in your little, in your your little area. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you think about um, what you reckon to with these concerts and stuff going yeah. forward. We'd love to hear it. But um, that is it for our news segment this week. Uh, we're going to go into our songs now. But before we do, as we do every week, we encourage you to pause the podcast. Go down to the description where you'll find our playlist links for the Spotify and YouTube playlists that we put together. They have got all of the songs that we're going to chat about, so you can have a listen to them before we chat about them, because there's some weird bits here and there that, you know, you might yeah. not understand when we're trying to 
talk to you about them. So definitely do that. But uh, we'll kick right off with Song of the Week. Vivian, what have you got? So my Song of the Week this week is Lemonade by Youngblood featuring Denzel Curry. So yes, I know. It's another Youngblood song. Two I, weeks in a row. I know. Well, this is ridiculous. Was it two weeks? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, well, last. this is the second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was Young Blood. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so this song, it's his latest song. Um, he just released it the other day. And I, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of him. Always have been. And this song is just, it's so different. And I know I say that about him pretty much with everything he releases. But I feel like this is such a different route for him that... I almost thought it didn't work. So it's it starts off with this. It's just him with uh, just singing with like um, this production underneath that sort of sounds like a vocoder. I don't know. Like it sort of makes this mechanical um, sound, and he's singing this chorus, but it's this really weird, like haunting sort of melody that kind of sounds like you're like at a carnival or something like that. Mm. And then like this heavy like over overdriven guitar comes in and you think it's going to go into like this really sort of um like this rock beat with like percussion and everything but no it goes into like this trap like r&b hip-hop beat and you're like what is happening <laughs> i feel very it's such like an unsettling song like i feel like all the elements shouldn't work together but mm. they do especially because in the verses he's not um he's not he's not really singing. He's sort of just like, it, it almost doesn't work because like I said before, um, when I talked about young blood, he's got this really incredible voice. So sort of hearing him in this way just sounds so unfamiliar to me, but it works. Like, yeah. and then you get to Denzel Curry. He, he raps this really good verse, um, in the second verse and he sounds really good. And it definitely sort of is more towards his style. Um, but yeah, it's just such an interesting song. I was saying to Maddie, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Marilyn Manson and his sort of his older stuff in the sense that there's a bit of shock value, it's unsettling, and the subject matter as well. Like, you know, he's sort of talking about the pressures on young people in today's society, whether it comes to work, relationships, and how people are sort of just becoming, you know sort of just like brain dead because of all these different pressures that young people have on them and it's just yeah it's such a cool song though it is it is very unsettling to listen to like i was super like because the beginning is just a whirlwind yes self because there's like no um like no backing underneath it's just vocals right at the beginning like this like couple lines which is really cool but really weird yep and then it yeah when it does that like 180 into that weird like sort of half trap beat type thing and then there's like this really high like it's not like a bell tone but like this really high sort of yeah repeats this weird sort of bell sounding thing that kind of like repeats throughout and there's this theme of this like really really weird like minor descending yes scale type thing that sort of comes up a lot it's like a very um like thematic chordal thing throughout it and it's like it's so unsettling and like awful to listen to but it sounds really really cool it does and yeah it sounded it's like you're in this like weird haunted like carnival and there's like you know i just picture like you know like this dilapidated like building and like yes what are they called the little merry-go-rounds yes with like you know all of the like horses that don't have eyes and weird stuff like that yeah it's just very like 
I, it's unsettling is honestly the only word that I can think of. And it's so cool. Yeah, and I feel like it works with the subject matter as well because the whole, I feel like it's, it's just supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. But there's another thing I want to touch on. The outro is really, really cool mm. as well. So yeah. that's where I feel like it sort of more turns into like this shock rock sort of outro where Youngblood's vocals, it, it's got this really cool like distortion effect on it. On them, sorry. And um, it just, it's like he's just, he's just sort of almost wailing like in the outro, yeah. if that makes sense. And it, it sounds, it, I know what you're thinking. You're like, what, what does that even sound like? But you have to listen to the song and you'll see what I mean. And yeah, it just sort of like cuts off at the end and you're just like, oh, okay. Like you almost like want more from it, which I think mm. is really cool. But anyway, that is my song of the week this week, Lemonade by Youngblood featuring Denzel Curry. Maddie, what is your song of the week? My song of the week is vastly different. Very. Um... <laughs> It is called Crosswords by Olivia Dean, um, and I absolutely adore this song for a number of reasons. Firstly, the guitar part that goes along with this song is so cool, incredible. Like it starts out as like a you know like a finger picked sort of acoustic thing, and then like towards the end, it's got some more like electric elements in it, and I think mm. a couple more guitar lines come in to sort of like build up the the layers and everything. But it's so, so pretty and so lovely. And basically the gist of this song is like, you know, Olivia is talking about, you know, this person that she's in love with. And um, I love the, um, basically like the theme or like the, I guess the carrying sort of like linking thing with this song. The first line is like, you're good at crosswords. Um, And it's sort of all about these words. And then sort of right at the end, it's like the start of like the last verse. um, It's sort of like comes full circle and he references this line I can't find words like you so like to sort of link the crosswords mm. theme which is really really pretty and like the rest of the lyricism is really really lovely and her voice is just gorgeous absolutely beautiful and then I think in the second verse there's some like string parts that sort of like mm. build it up and it's just like this overwhelmingly gorgeous graceful song and I just love listening to it yeah what I really loved about it was definitely the guitar part it's really interesting because the guitar part it sort of like you said Maddie it sort of builds as the song like builds upon just that like one sort of riff as the song goes on but then in like like you said the last sort of verse it's sort of like an outro I guess um yeah things just start sort of like slipping away like in terms of the production and then it's like a piano and then eventually that fades out and it's just the vocals and I remember when I was listening to it I was because I was like scrolling on my phone while I was listening to it and then as soon as that outro came in I just was like I was honed in on that last verse just because it just caught my attention like just the because the focus was just on the vocals and the lyrics in that last part and I thought that was really cool in terms of the production and how they that uh, yeah i really really do love the outro and it's honestly just like such a beautiful song mm. and i love it so yeah. yeah that is my song of the week this week it is crosswords by olivia dean and we'll go into under a rock now and i'll start with mine it is a light by nina girachi i think i said that right i have no idea i think so Please yeah don't me in the comments <laughs> um so this song is quite interesting not something that i tend to listen to a lot Uh, So I did a little bit of, like, digging. Um, And so this artist, um, she is Australian, which is awesome. Um, So cool. She does a lot of, like, festivals and she's, you know, played a lot of festival circuits and things like that. 
Um, very, very interesting. She's like a three in one. Like she's songwriter, producer, DJ. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'll sort of like set the the vibe. She's very much like her voice reminds me very much of Mallrat, if you're familiar with Mallrat, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because she's actually supported Mallrat in like some concert I read, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, her voice is very much sort of like along that really, really sort of soft, but like um, very like vulnerable sort of tone, but it's really, really lovely to listen to. Mm. Um, and yeah, the production is so cool, obviously, cause she's like a very successful producer and she's done remixes for like Hermitude and stuff like oh, that, which is cool. cool as well. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just this really, really awesome, like really cool song. I just love it. It's such a, it's interesting because yeah, when you brought this, um, song up, I, I didn't know the artist either. And when you said that she was, like, a DJ, I was honestly expecting something different. And it's this very, like, chill song. Yeah, like, very vibey. Very like, vibey. And there's yeah. a lot of, like, the chorus is so easy to, like, bob your head to. And yes. just, like, sort of sing along in your head. Because it is sort of, like, this sing-songy, like, chorus as well. Like, yeah. the way she sort of sings Because it's, it. like, two notes. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not, like, a melodically complex yeah. in any way. Yeah. But... It's really, really catchy because, like, these notes just, like, go over and over in your yeah. head. And, like, the, the lyrics are really, really easy to, like, understand. And so I've been, like, just, like, singing the chorus, like, yeah. over and over in my head, like, all week. <laughs> yeah. And that that's, like, what I love about it. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. It's awesome. I, yeah, really, really enjoy it, listening to it. Um, but, yeah, it's a really, really fun song, really vibey. Mm. Um, mm. Definitely sort of like a, a chill party Yes, party banger. For, sure. Um, for sure. But yeah, I really, really think you guys should check it out. It is A Light by Nina Jirashi. Vivian, what is your Under a Rock this week? So my Under a Rock this week is Summer by Chloe Lilac. Um, so first of all, really cool name. It, I just, I don't know, I thought that was really cool. Really cute. Really it. cute, yeah. Um, so this song, it came up on my uh, Discover Weekly and I did a bit of research. She's really, really popular in the US, which I think is cool. Um, and this song was sort of like her breakthrough hit, I guess. And um, it's very much like, it's called Summer. And I feel like the song is just that. Like, yeah. it is such a summer song, such a summer vibe. The things that she sort of references in the chorus and in the verses. Because um, she, I think she grew up in New York in the state of New York and a lot of the things she references is specific to growing up there that's what I read online anyway so like she references like going cycling and you know through different places and it's very sort of I feel like if you're obviously from there like you would identify with that which I think is really cool um but yeah like I think why this song is very much like invokes a summer feeling is because the chorus is like it's sort of similar to like the previous song we talked about like there's no sort of complex melody it's actually very much the same (laughs) very monotone (laughs) very monotone exactly and but the thing is it's sort of like easy to just sing along to um I feel like you know if she was playing this at like a big concert everyone could just like shout it out and just like all come together and it's really cool I think that's why it works so well for this song and um in terms of the production it's very like toned down this is actually a really interesting guitar riff that comes through in the verses and um in the chorus like 
after she sort of sings the first sort of bit of the chorus, there's this like really interesting like sort of percussion that kind of like elevates everything to another level. And then she sings these little like do-do's like (laughs) (laughs) you'll understand when you hear the song. Like it's very much, I guess, like a pop sort of chorus in that sense. But um, yeah, I really, really, I really dig this one. I quite enjoy like just... The, the vibe overall is really awesome, but um, I really was drawn in by the percussion, even though it's not that yeah. like, special. It's just, like, really straight, like, rhythms, yeah. but it's just really cool to hear, and then, like, especially, like, it goes really well with the guitar that's, like, throughout it. It's just this, mm. like, sort of, like, straight, like, strumming, like, rhythm, but... Mm. It's, yeah, it's just really nice and it sort of like drives the song forward and it's really cool to listen to. So. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, like I just feel like this song is really good to just play when you're like driving in the car and because the, the chorus is like, as soon as I heard it, the chorus was stuck in my head. I was just like singing along to it. So yeah. Yeah. So that's my Under a Rock this week, Summer by Chloe Lilac. Now we will go into Caught My Ear and I'll kick us off. So my song for this week is Love Is Rock by TV Girl. So the reason why I chose this song, there's nothing particularly, it's sort of different to what you would expect maybe from this segment. I feel like we normally put in a lot of like really wacky, weird, like outlandish stuff. <laughs> yeah, in here, uh, which is, you know, also... Your Youngblood song probably should have been in this. Yeah, honestly, it could <laughs> have been. Segment. Um, so, but the reason why I put this one here was because there's this really sort of, I don't know where it's from, um, but it's this sort of like string sample that you would hear from maybe like songs from like the fifties or the sixties. It's got this really sort of like cinematic feel to it as well. It might actually be from a movie sample the way that it's sort of, um, it's, there's nothing, I don't think they've actually done anything to the sample. Like it sort of sounds very... Um, authentic when you hear it and it sort of plays all throughout um, the song and the verses but it's this it just makes the song feel so romantic and cinematic and I think that's why because when I first heard it I was just like oh because it is like it's a love song and it's um, it's very sort of obvious about that fact and I think having that sample in there with the strings it's it it should feel cheesy but it doesn't yeah, it's really cool. Like, I was really interested, because you told me that there was, like, this sample that, mm. before you even played the song, and I was sort of, like, listening out for some, like, weird thing, but then I cottoned on to the fact that it was just yeah. the strings and the backing. Yeah. And it's really nice to, like, because that's really all that's behind the vocals anyway. It's, exactly. like, the main sort of, like, instrumentation in the whole song, and it's sort of, like, it's really, really core part about it and it just sets the tone for like the whole song and that Mm. it's definitely a very romantic feel that's absolutely like the perfect like word to describe it yeah and yeah like you said it's just pretty much like a bass line like especially when the like when the chorus kicks in there's like a really sort of thin bass line and then like really sort of subtle percussion and the singer's voice it's very sort of toned down it's it's yeah so that's why like i think it just works so well with the strings but um but yeah that's my caught my ear for this week love is rock by tv girl maddie over to you righty my caught my ear for this week is called furniture by maud latour um so she's an american singer i've never really heard of her before um Mm. came up on like one of my discover weekly playlists i think um, but this song is super cool um, for a couple of reasons. Like, one of them is a lot of the um, backing is, like, this... It's sort of, like, this um, upbeat, like, 
electronic kind of pop song. And a lot of the backing is sort of like, there's a lot of distortion used and a lot of sort of like blown out sounds. And it's Mm. really, really interesting to hear. Um, But I love the chorus. I think it's so cool. I love the lyrics. Like, it's just like this concept of like, she's like, I'm melting through the furniture through like the, to the apartment below, like, because someone's turned the temperature up or whatever. And I think it's just, it's just like this really fun, like, cool song to listen to. And it's definitely like, if you're all familiar with our gal Lord, um, (laughs) definitely our Our saviour. Our our Kiwi queen. Um, Yeah, so she definitely um, sounds a little bit like Lord. um, A lot of Lord vibes there, Mm -hmm. um, which is really, really awesome. But it's still like, she's not like a copycat. No. version of that absolutely has her own style and i absolutely love listening to it it's really really cool yeah the, and i think that's the funny thing is like when you said that she um sound like she reminds you of lord she has like similar vibes i didn't pick up on it until maybe like the chorus like yeah. the chorus because she like the way she like pronounces words is very sort of similar to lord yeah um but it's funny because Lord's not American, but she has that sort of Americanized yeah. accent, which is funny. Um, but yeah, what I love about this song is it's such like a fun, just like a fun song. And you can, I feel like you can hear that she's like having as much fun singing it, if that yeah, makes sense. 100%. Like, I feel like the feeling definitely comes through her vocals, which is really cool. Um, but the beginning like threw me off because like yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> there's there's some weird like different like samples in there, but they're very just like they're very short and they're just like thrown in there. It's and... like two strums of like yeah. a really like distorted electric guitar. And yeah, some weird like electronic samples. And and then the chorus like the verse just comes in. Yeah, exactly. The verse just comes in and then then it just sort of goes on about its way. Just like <laughs> like it never happened. Yes. <laughs> That didn't exist, but it's fine. We're going to move on. it was cool, yeah, and I really love that. So. Yeah, it's a super fun, super fun song. Really, really vibey. I love it. So mm. that is why it is my Caught My Ear This Week, Furniture by Maud Latour. And that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening if you made it all this way. Um, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. And you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's where you can send us your recommendations. We haven't had some for a while, guys. I know. Come on. You're slacking. You're, you're slacking. Honestly. We don't appreciate it now. Pretty disappointed <laughs> in all of you. No, but... Y- as we say each and every week, we really do want to hear what you guys are listening to, no matter how wacky it may yeah. be. Like, honestly, the wackier the better. Like, I it... would love some really weird, like, orchestral mixes of stuff. Yes. Please. <laughs> Please give me orchestral mixes. Please. Um, but, yeah, so that's where you can send us your recommendations, and you can also let us know what you thought about the songs that we talked about during the episode. Whether you agree or disagree, we would love to hear any and all thoughts. But until then, you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. See ya.